Today is Monday, July 26, 2010, and this is Radio Wave. Okay, I guess we're having some technical difficulty, which sometimes happens. We've gone, I guess, months without anything like that happening. But since I gave a joyful message yesterday, I guess we can live with that. So anyway, we welcome you to Radio Wave. We welcome you to the show tonight. We're excited about being in in front of you with Our Lady and in front of Our Lady's mantle and bringing to you her, her words for the 25th. And of course, she gives us a message each month. We now have two messages each month, Mariana, second of the month. So this time of the month, the 25th to the 2nd, is always something of a joy for us because it's back-to-back message. We'll have the 2nd of the month coming up. What day, Ruth? Next week? Monday, I believe. Monday. So we're in a, a day of Tuesday. Is today Tuesday? No, today's Sunday. Monday. Monday. Yeah, so I have to remember which day it is. Nevertheless, we have all these words that were given to us yesterday. A real joy for us because uh, <clears throat> we have a joyful message Summertime usually contains a lot of joy, and people go on on vacations or whatever, or you're gardening and and things like that, and you're out of school, so there's more joy often associated with just life in some ways in the summertime. Sometimes it's not when it's hot like this. But without further ado, Ruth, let's go ahead and read all these messages. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's July 25th, 2010 monthly message to the world. Dear children... Anew I call you to follow me with joy. I desire to lead all of you to my Son, your Savior. You are not aware that without Him you do not have joy and peace, nor a future or eternal life. Therefore, little children, make good use of this time of joyful prayer and surrender. Thank you for having responded to my call. So this is a a big message for us when Our Lady tells us, you're not aware that without Him you do not have joy or peace nor a future or eternal life. To me, this is an incredible message because we have this mentality in the Medjugorje movement that often speaks about that everything we're to be doing is, is for eternal life. We shouldn't be doing anything in this life and living this life or building this life except working for eternal life. And that's in essence is in essence is true, but in reality it's not. In reality, our lady calls us to live this life in fullness. 
let the commandments inform us. So I'd like to address that a little bit because we have some people write to us some time, time to time saying that, you know, you can't be investing in this life. You only be doing your fasting, praying, and your conversion. And that Ali has nothing to say about our time here in regards to making this life better. And we say every day in our Father, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Okay, so I, that just cancels out that point about you not to be invested in this life. That we want this life in our, in our, the prayer we say every day to our Father, or many times a day, and throughout a rosary, to have the kingdom of heaven on earth. Not through rule, not through what Judas wanted, or other people who were zealots wanted to bring God's kingdom in an earthly kingdom, but the heavenly kingdom on earth. And so you go from that step, once that's learned and accepted, and you have to accept it or you have to reject it, don't compromise it, because people do rationalize that away. Well, Our Lady just didn't mean... No, that's not what Our Lady meant. Our Lady wants us... In this message, she says that, clear as, clear as can be. She says, you're not aware that eternal uh, without Him, you do not have joy and peace, nor future. And we always interpret this, or many people do, about eternal life. But Our Lady didn't say that. She says, nor future... Our eternal life. So she's speaking about this future on earth. You've got no future without Jesus on this earth. And so for this narrow-mindedness, this mentality that prevails often in the Medjugorje movement and God's people, that we're going to be unhappy in this life, like Banner Dirt was told. I've said many times, I asked Maria about this. She said, no, a lady wants us happy in this life. So once that's accepted... Once you understand that, let's go to the next point. If you don't understand it, because the next point is, Vizca has said those who go to hell just continue the hell that they were on earth. Those who go to heaven continue what they lived on earth. Another message our lady said that when you live her messages and you start incorporating your life, she was in essence saying this. She said, you will not feel the passage from this life to the next. Now, if you're going to heaven and you enter into heavenly bliss, it's going to be quantum leaps from what we experience on, on earth. I know I listened to an interview once of a guy who said he died and came back, and he says, you can't even imagine heaven. He said, if you take the greatest moment of your life and multiply, multiply it one million times, it doesn't even come close to understanding what heaven's like. And he regretted he was brought back to life by the doctors. Now, you can say, I don't believe that, or it doesn't matter, but the point is valid. We can't even imagine that. Yet, Visca says that you won't feel the passage, our lady said, you will not feel the passage from this life to the next if you're living her messages, messages and her way of life. So don't tell me, and I don't want to hear it, and I don't accept it, for those thinking all we do is appear for pray, fasting, and conversion. That's to get you into the joy of life. Our Lady wants us to experience joy. She said that today. I call you to follow me with joy. We're following her where? In this life. This new, new way of life in a new time. I desire to lead you all to my son, your Savior. You're not aware that without him you do not have joy and peace, nor a future or eternal life. In April 25th of 1997, Our Lady said, God sends me 
to you out of love, that I may help you comprehend that without him, there is no future or joy. Did you catch that? 97, and this is today or yesterday, the message. Same thing. Follow me with joy, she said yesterday. 97, she says, comprehend without him, there's no future or joy. And above all, there's no eternal salvation. Now, somebody could have argued with that message and saying, well, lady's talking about our eternal salvation. You show me trees in heaven that you're going to be growing and picking fruit from. There's no trees in heaven. You're experiencing fruit in heaven. And I don't mean figuratively, if God's adorned heaven with trees, that's not what I'm speaking about. I'm speaking about everything you'll experience in heaven is going to be what you do here in this life on earth. And if you live Jesus, you live Our way, you'll begin to experience that heaven and that peace and that joy. Not that you won't suffer, not that you won't have trials, but you'll have that inner serenity, that peace of God, that Jesus within you at the Eucharist celebration. You'll have that joy, and you'll be feeling heaven. Maria sees heaven, but she hasn't gone to heaven when she sees a lady. She's experiencing that. That's why it's a bit of pain when the apparition is over for them. That's why Mariana once, with having a husband and kids, said she wouldn't take her, she wouldn't take me with her. That's why Maria's told me before that Our Lady, I felt like she was taking my soul. She's felt her soul out of her body. Do you get that? She literally has felt her soul leave her body. That Our Lady's enraptured that somehow. We don't understand that. I don't understand that. She doesn't understand that. That gives theologians problems. And what I say about that, tough luck. I believe in the apparitions. Maria said it. And it happens. It don't have to be explained anymore to me. I don't have to know whys or ins and outs about it. But this is what we start getting this intellectual thing and start obscuring God through theology, and we can't see God anymore, nor Jesus, nor Our Lady. And, and the theologians have trouble with these messages. It's too much for them. And in fact, Our Lady said, I am with you, well, on February 25th, 1988. I am with you, I'm grateful to you, but in heaven you shall receive the Father's reward he has promised you. So our fruit is going to be picked from the tree that grew on this earth and this life. This life is where you grow into the might and the soul and the grace that's going to be producing fruit. And that doesn't mean it won't be producing fruit on this earth. There can be the joys of peace. We've spoken about it many times. Our Lady says, the greatest treasure is peace. You build a life. You build a way of life. You build where every day you're living the messages in Our Lady's way she's showing us. And you'll begin to taste that fruit on earth. And why not? We know that's true because you'll feel the passage, or by living the messages, according to Visca, our lady said, you will, feel, you will not feel the passage from this life to the next. It'll just be billions times greater. So this mentality that we, we, we constantly come up against, we see that don't think our lady is speaking about this or about the government or about the economy or about um, this. We, we, uh, there was a message we picked this morning um, that said, uh, now that you're on vacation, or she says, enjoy. It's 1981. See if you can look that up. It's, uh, I think it was 1981 when, when the visionaries came all together on the vacation. But Our Lady, Our Lady has said, 
many times about different things that she shows and proves this point that we're to be experiencing this joy in life. And today's no different. I call you to follow me with joy. I desire to lead you all to my son, your Savior. You're not aware that without him, you do not have joy and peace, nor a future or eternal life. So it's interesting we've talked about so many times about use this time now. Make your decisions now. The book Ain't Gonna Happens about this. This puts you on the side of angels. This puts you with Our Lady. This puts you with God. And this puts you, our messages put you in this joy. And that way you'll have a future. And it's interesting that this message is a short message today. And yet Our Lady says, after our eternal life, therefore little children make good use of this time of joyful prayer and surrender. You're not going to be surrendering in heaven. You're going to be in heaven, have fullness of your fruit. And yes, there may be a billion years of eternity, if you can calculate it that way, that in that setting, there may be more rewards coming to you. But you, you do that in this test of life. So shed the mentality that thinks, thinks that everything we do is only for to experience and have an eternal life. It's in this life also. That message was December 12th, 1981. A lady told the visionaries she was happy because they would all be together during vacation. Very soon, she says, this is the message, very soon you will be united. You will be able to have a beautiful time together. Is that the one? Yeah, that's it. But, But to think that that we're not to experience heaven and joys on this life, you're, you're just off base. And so to, to say something or to view the messages has nothing to do with this life, you do not understand the messages. They're not just the investment of eternity. They're investments where we're called to change the society. We're called not to just change the society. We're called to lead the society. We're called to lead the culture. And that means from politics, from the banks, to home, to the schools, everything that forms it, we're to be the leaders, not the other people trying to change the culture. And that puts us on the side of angels. And when you're on the side of the angels, we touch each other. And we can only touch each other when we come together in prayer, following Our Lady. And once we begin to follow Our Lady in this way, you'll see this joy that comes into your life that you can sit there and say that I am with Him, And I have this joy and peace and the future and passing into eternal life.
If you pray, God will help you to understand the true reason for my coming. With the events of Our Lady's apparitions in Medjugorje, as years pass by and events unfold, we begin to understand the prophetic nature of Our Lady's words and actions. We begin to see the true reason for her coming. Some today would confine Our Lady and her apparitions to a narrow view concerning only religion and think Our Lady does not speak to all the current issues facing the world today, issues like the economy and money and many others. Her apparitions say more than most think. Her true reason for her coming leads us to an extraordinary new life with new understanding about everything on earth. 
If Our Lady could give you practical advice for your daily life, advice on your investments, job, finances, housing, what would she say? Does Our Lady care about you being able to pay your bills and keep a roof over your head? How would the mother speak? A new book titled, It Ain't Gonna Happen, by a friend of Medjugorje, takes the messages of Our Lady and places them as a template over the issues of the worldwide floundering economy, money and finances, and what is coming our way. What will life be in the future? The earth is about to be rebirthed, while those who will not change, the world will abort. A book that uncovers astounding revelations that will not only be a cause of joy and grave concern, but a motivation to put into action what you will learn. It Ain't Gonna Happen by a friend of Medjugorje, available through Caritas of Birmingham. To order, call Caritas in the U.S. 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000, or visit medj.com, spelled M-E-J.com, and click on Medjmart. It Ain't Gonna Happen by a friend of Medjugorje, available through Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. There seems to be a continuing pattern lately in Our Lady's messages of her being joyful. And with everything that's going on in the world, and we are hearing from so many people who are suffering and, and struggling, losing their homes, their jobs, and so forth, what insights can you give us into why you think Our Lady is so joyful at this time? Well, last month we were in Medjugorje, and of course, the visionary Yvonne said he'd never seen Our Lady in all the 29 years of apparitions as happy as he saw her there. I talked to Maria about that, and she said, no, same for me, because her and Yvonne both were together in the 25th apparition early that evening. And so this, this joy they've experienced is hard to understand. How they, They've talked about Our Lady being joyful. When Our Lady came here in 1988, every single day Our Lady was extremely joyful. And Maria was contagious with this joy. And we see now that Our Lady was opening the door for another part of her plan because she says, I have many plans. Now we know she came here with a plan, and then she asked for a community to be established in those apparitions in 1988. So giving birth is a, birth, a point of joy. The fact that she was birthed in a community, the fact that she came here, the fact that she had converted and continued to convert and uh, reinforced this mission here in an incredible way with many, many visits and many, many messages was a joyful experience for her. And we've seen that and can continue to see it. And of course, you get persecution from that. And often people say, well, lady's not, lady's not going there. Well, as soon as she comes back, she clears the slate, slate and gives messages. And so we've had 150 apparitions here. Our Lady must have foresaw something back in 1988 that was causing her that joy. We were surprised by that. So Our Lady's seeing the accumulation of, of 29 years of apparitions and and this motivation of the visions people can see, which motivates them, rather, that everything Our Lady's been telling us is coming to be now. We're in a state of decline. Our Lady said last month, this tired world, an incredible, uh, just an incredible little 
statement. And as people grow older and they get tired, they get near death, they, they grow more tired. So the world is the world is the world. And it's aged in the sense of going as far as it can from God. Its decadence is new in a way that the world had never seen. Evils are perpetrated that wasn't even conceivable 200 years ago. And the world's tired from it. And it won't live through it. And it's not going to make it. And there's no way for it to sustain itself. So the only thing that will sustain itself is that what our lady's given to us now. And you want a future? You want to have a future? Because you're going to live 50, 40, 60, 75, 80, maybe 100 years. Do you want misery on this life? Or do you want the joy of the future on this life? It's not just eternal life. It's what leads to eternal life. Your tree's grown here. You're here for one reason and one reason alone, to see where you'll spend eternity. And why not have that joy with it? So Our Lady came last month and again this month. Follow me with joy. Because even on Via Della Rosa, in the deepest pit of her sorrow, this agony, she had the joy of knowing this meant something. Our Lady's given a message that your life will have meaning. When we follow her, we have meaning. We, feel, we wake up in the morning, we have purpose. We have life in us. We have a, a, a cause for that day. And thank God we, we followed this in a way, and she asked this community to be established, that she's blessed it in a way that we're able to work full-time for her. A great, great privilege where we're able to live our life in our sustaining of ourselves and our labor through her every day. And you could say, oh, yeah, that's you. No, you can have the same thing. That decision was made several decades ago, and it birthed in when our lady came to ask him for a community to be established. So the community of Caritas came into being that way. It didn't happen when she gave the message. It evolved almost, what, three or four, or actually six years almost afterwards. Do you know the answer to that? No. You're supposed to be keeping those numbers. I don't worry about that. That's Joan's job. Nevertheless, <laughs> nevertheless it, it, it came to be. That wasn't my plan. That was a lady's plans. But the joy we experience, the things we have, uh, is, is incredible. It's, it's having, having the life a lady's given to us and being out and being underneath the sky. At 5 a.m. prayer, we go out. It's still dark till about 5.30 and I've gotten up earlier and earlier over the last several months and getting out earlier and earlier just just to, I want to get four mysteries of the rosary in. I want to get a whole rosary in before I go back back home at six. So from five to six is turning from five, you know, four, four thirty-five, getting up and going to the field I'm out there by quarter till, twenty till. And they will say a rosary, but my first mysteries and second mysteries and third and fourth. And so, um, but being out there, the joy of doing this in prayer. Our Lady says, pray till prayer becomes a joy. I, I experience joy at mornings. You see all these things happening. You see the, the sun come up. And who wants to be in the city jammed up with traffic? You know, and that, that the stars, the big sky, we're underneath the big sky. sky. And so we're, you know, some of us, so many of us are locked in concrete. You know, that's where our roots are. Who, who wants to put roots in that? Everybody feels this call, and you may not can get out of that. That's not to say things can't change. 
uh, we just had a friend write us that said that they saw the picture of us going out and blessing the, our grounds with holy water. Throw, throw it in the catfish pond. Throw it on the ground. Throw it on the animals. Blessing everything. It's a little village life. It's beautiful. You know, the horizons are endless. You know, we, we, we watch the sun come up every morning. And to live that way is a gift from a lady. I, we don't want to live around fences. You're, you're free when you're outside. And especially when you go out in nature and creation. You're totally without these restrictions. And then you're able to feel better the presence of God. Otherwise, you're obedient to a red light. You're obedient to this. Everything telling you you can't go here. Just get in this line. Go there. Stop here. Uh, wait wait uh, for some kind of oppressive restrictions. God doesn't want men to live that way. We've built this world. Our Lady said, you built a whole new world without God as if you're own, you are your own creator. And so we've forgotten the creator. We've forgotten who God really is. So there's a big sky out there and it's waiting for you if you want it. The streets are jammed with traffic going nowhere There's rows of parking meters instead of trees A high rise on either side makes a sliver of the sky and it feels like they're closing in on me I know the stars are up there But I never get to see them Ain't nothing growing here
we got a thing I want Ruth to read. Really, is uh, showing this arrogance of us that we've we've just built this whole society. And the friend, that, the friend that wrote about this, she said she's going to get her bucket of holy water after seeing this on our site about how from our rue actually that I wrote uh, at the bishop's orders, and then how we go around and do our blessing everything. That she's going to go down the city street she's in and just start blessing everything. You do that wherever you are. Get get a few. Catholic kids or somebody you know and just go down the street. If you have to do whatever downtown and just start blessing all the stores. Sprinkle with holy water. Advance against Satan. Just flee him. Do what Visca did. If you're from God, stay. If you're not, get out of here. You know, let, let's start taking charge of the culture. That's where you start. You don't need somebody's permission. They're gonna have they're gonna have an ordinance in his orange, no more blessing holy water. It's stinging the demons, it's discrimination. Let them come on. You go on, you go advance. But this arrogance of man, what we 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 act as if we're our own creators. Our ladies told us is is really real. We we've come up with this thing that we know how to build a better society. We know the way. We don't need God, and because we vacated ten simple rules that we don't want to be restricted by, we're restricted by thousands and thousands upon thousands more rules. Look at the laws. Is is we've already got financial uh, watchdog regulation over everything. We've just done our fourth or fifth set, and you will need four or five more over that. Why? Because we vacated God's commandments. If Ali gave a simple solution to everything, confession, monthly confession will be the cure of the West. That's it. Monthly confession consists of recognizing the Ten Commandments and repenting when you violate them. So those Ten Commandments is all we have to go by. Everything can be decided by that. We do not need any judges, not on the Supreme Court, down to the lowest court. Any court in this land, we don't need anybody that has to be a lawyer or know anything about civil law. Nothing. You only need to know one thing, the Ten Commandments. You can give every verdict, every settlement, every decision, every violation, every murder, every adultery, Whatever court you're in, family court, whatever it is, you can base all your decisions on that, which all all comes from. That's all we have at the Supreme Court, the the marble or the limestone or marble, Ten Commandments up there in front of it. All law comes from that. We don't need anything else. But see, we've lost the light of common sense, who's Jesus. We've lost the word, so we don't know, because we've become this. Ruth, read this. You know, everybody is getting into cloning today. So man is getting this theo-ego, this God complex. This geoscientist was saying, I'm sick of all this stuff about God. I don't need God. I can do this by myself. In fact, I challenge God right now. He called out to God and said, God, I challenge you. We're mankind, and we don't need you anymore. You're an unnecessary reality, so why don't you just disappear? We don't need you. And the ultimate proof is, we can make man. We don't need you. We can make human beings. And God says, hmm, you can, huh? Well, why don't we have a contest? You've seen what I can do. Let's see what you can do. The man said, okay, let me show you my stuff. The geoscientist went and got together some dust, and he was and as he was gathering it, God said, "No, no, no! Just a minute, get your own dust." 
This thing about man cloning everything, man is absolutely dependent upon God's dust. And the only reason you're sitting here is because he supplies air. And the only reason that you're being able to keep your feet planted firmly on the ground is because gravity is one of his laws. And the problem with autonomous man today is that he no longer sees himself as a steward. He wants to be owner. So we have man thinking he's God. He's come, he's come in, into this theo-God concept, and he pretends that he's so smart in all these things that, that he fails. A picture will not suffice. A book will not do. Descriptions are shortcoming. What millions have seen but few understood. It can't be explained. It can only be experienced. Medjugorje. The place where the Virgin Mary comes daily to grace the world with her presence and blessing. Why would one not go to Medjugorje now, in the time when the Holy Mother of Jesus is still present now in the holiest of villages? Medjugorje can only be experienced. Have you yet to live this experience? Or have you gone to Medjugorje and never truly experienced Our Lady? Many are called, but for those who respond, there is no regret. Come now to Medjugorje and be blessed by the Holy Virgin Mary, the Queen of Peace. For over 24 years, BVM Caritas Pilgrimages has guided thousands of people just like you in what many consider the best spiritual format to go to Medjugorje. Founded by a friend of Medjugorje, BVM Caritas knows that a good pilgrimage does not just happen. Sign up today for your Medjugorje encounter with Our Lady. BVM Caritas Call today in the U.S. 205-672-2000, 205-672-2000, and ask about your Medjugorje pilgrimage, or go to medj.com, spelled M-E-J dot com, and click on Medjugorje Pilgrimages. Your pilgrimage does not begin the day you leave your home. It begins today. BVM Caritas Pilgrimages, brought to you by Caritas of Birmingham. You're listening to Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. 
In this message, Our Lady uses words such as follow me, lead you, make good use of this time. So is this message more of a call to action now that Our Lady has foundationed her children in prayer, fasting, penance, and peace? I think that when Our Lady first appears, she had to incrementally give us things, just like Satan has given us creeping gradualism and incrementally it brought us down. She has done the same thing in reverse, creeping enlightenment and illumination. This this enlightenment is something that uh, in the beginning we thought our lady was very passive. And because of her being uh, saying just prayer, fasting, conversion, and all these things, we realized that our lady had more to tell us in time as she started this call to action. And yes, it's it's full of action. So it can't be said that uh, this is something that's passive. In fact, Our Lady gave us as a community a message in 95 that told us uh, to get hearts close to her to a way of salvation. She preceded that by saying, you're my instruments, my hands. So she took possession and because we were passive at that point. And we became proactive at that point. Our Lady's making our action call pro- proactivity. She wants us not to be sitting on the sidelines. We're to be action. We're to understand we're to lead the culture. And so Our Lady wants to see your name in Jesus' tree. He hung on the cross with. We go through life often wait and let the circumstances of the day or get up in the morning and let that whole day be dictated to us of our circumstances. You're to take charge of those circumstances. The best way to start is prayer. If you don't start with prayer, you don't have the strength to do that. Our Lady, gave, remember, gave a message. Pray to have the strength to listen to my message, not to live them. You're going to need quantum strength after that to live it. But first, you have to be able to hear it. And so, if you're seeking truth, if you're looking for these things, you'll have that. I know I wanted out of the city. I knew I wanted, before a lot of things were deteriorating, I foresaw what was coming. I felt it in my spirit. I wanted to raise my family out away from the city. And we looked for land. We looked for places. The first time we came out here, we, in this valley, we found a place. And we sat down, my wife and I, and we decided right then and there, on the first time, not even on land, this is where we'll build a house. And when we said that, it wasn't build a house. It was build a home, a life, a way of life. And we preceded the messages in our thoughts and what we did. And I carved her name on a tree there, on, on our tree. It was that important to us. I marked a spot. I wanted it to be marked. And we still can go down there and pray the rosary in front of our house in this tree. And we physically did this because this is something for us that speaks to us of not just our children, but our grandchildren and those that we come in contact with and those who join us in community here to live this way of life, our heritage. We, we're settlers here. We settled this land. You can do the same wherever you are. You can find your tree. You can carve your name in it. You can make a way of life. On a hill far away Stands a tall, mighty tree Where a boy and girl used to take turns Pushing the tire swing I remember the pocket knife in hand And her name in my heart 
And thinking there ain't no way for a boy to contain The love that he feels inside So I carved her name into my tree Then I carved a heart around her name Then I carved an arrow through the heart Just to say I love you On a hill far away Stood an old rugged cross The emblem of suffering and shame I remember the nails through my hands And your name in my heart And how in their wordless way The nails explain The love that I feel inside As they carved your name into my tree where I wrapped my heart around your name Then I took your arrow through my heart Just to say I love you Just to say I love you Now I can never forget how much you mean to me Cause I will always remember whenever I see So there's a wedding that Our Lady wants us to enjoy, the, the salvation of Jesus saving us as our Savior. I call you to follow me with joy. That's active. I desire to lead you all, or without it, I desire to lead all of you to my Son, your Savior. If he's not saving you in this life, he can't save you in the next life. All this is upon the earth. So we need to get our heads out of the clouds and make reality of understanding that we've got a lot of work to do in this life, and that's a proactive life. We just can't sit around and let circumstances of this life change that. Our Lady led us out here to, we really believe the land of milk and honey. Well, it's a promised land to us, this valley. And then she came and visited. We built our house without even realizing it. With, by the voices that she was speaking to our hearts, even when she was appearing, when we began that, uh, the house at the same time, unknowing that she was appearing upon the earth, and yet those little whispers to do this house this way, to build it this way, and, and to build it for generational, and build a home, build a life. It wasn't the house. It was the way we built it together. Just like carving our name in a tree. We, we, we put stakeholders land in this, or, or made ourselves stakeholders. And so with that comes heritage, a spiritual heritage, because it's a favorite environment to, to really have the Savior save you. And Our Lady saved us all. Had she not come, we would not have known these things. So even before you knew her, before you knew the apparitions, all those for the last 29 years who've come toward her now and realize where these voices have come from, she's given the earth. This is her time. This is it for her. 
And so she brought us to this land of milk and honey. Psalms 119 says, How sweet are thy words until my taste, ye sweeter than honey into my mouth. Psalms 34 says, Oh, taste and see the Lord is good. Blessed the man who trusts in him. And so we, we, you can taste this life of our lady. It's sweet. She gave a message that often people would want to contradict what I just said because after coming to Our Lady and converting, your life becomes bitter. And it's true. But you need to be purified. Our Lady just recently, a couple of years ago, within the last two years, says, do you permit me to purify your heart? That's not pleasant and that's not fun. But parallel that, you make decisions that bring along sweetness. July 25th, 1987, Dear children, Our Lady says, pray and accept all that God is offering you on a way which is bitter. But at the same time, God will reveal every sweetness to, to whomever begins to go on that way. And he will gladly answer every call of God. Can you imagine that? So when you go through the process of conversion, you go through some pretty bitter things. And you cry out to God, you suffer. But the sweetness in this relationship that fosters and builds in your character and coming to know God in his ways and how he answers you. God will reveal every sweetness to whomever begins to go on that way, Our Lady says. So Our Lady offers both a bitter way and a sweet way. And it's something very, very beautiful. Is it, is it something that some of the trials that God's had to put us through here, are you, you through pleasant? Do you like go through it? Do you enjoy it? No. But it leads to the honey. I know sitting in the morning field, We'll see, the first that wakes us up or first to greet us is silent when we get out there. The birds haven't even started chirping yet. You haven't started hearing the noise of nature. But after we get out there, you start hearing some of the roosters in the background crow. Sometimes you hear coyotes yelling or howling in the mountains. From there, you see bees starting to come. And just watching the bee, I was watching a bee a couple of days ago, just going from one, one uh, clover flower to the next. And it's really incredible to watch these things. We just harvested from our, our hives, one hive, 45 pints of honey. And, and maybe I'm biased because we live here, but this is the best honey I've ever tasted. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not overly sweet, but it's really good. But it's neat to walk around your woods. This is the sweetness that he talks about, to walk around the woods and, and the trees and the flowers and see where all this came from. One pint of honey weighs 1.4 pounds. We got a total of 63 pints, or rather, I'm sorry, 63 pounds of honey out of this one hive. Our Lady says, May 25th, 1992, Therefore, once again, accept my call and begin anew to pray until prayer becomes joy for you. Prayer in the field is joyful. What do you see? You hear the birds wake up. You see the bees going from flower to flower. Our lady goes on and says, And then you will discover that God is almighty in everyday life. 63 pounds of honey. Can you imagine that? It takes 2.8 million visits to flowers to make one pint of honey. Can you imagine that? You'll discover that God is almighty in everyday life. That's a pretty big deal. 
to make 45 pints of honey takes 126 million visits to flowers. These poor bees. <laughs> How do they do that? One hive. It's enough to contemplate God and think, well, he says, go out into creation. You'll have an encounter with God, the creator, not you. September 2nd, 2006, Allah says, I'm gathering you under my mantle, my motherly mantle, to help you come to know God's love and his greatness. My children, God is great. Great is his works. When you sit there and watch those bees in the morning, getting that, you see this little bitty world and no imagination can, can phantom God and what he's designing this little animal to do, this insect. A whole hive, like we just harvested, flies 77,000 miles to make one pint of honey. And one pint. For 63 pounds of honey, we just harvested, this hive has flown equivalent to 144 times around the earth. There's a lot to contemplate about God. And the big thing about this is we've left the better half of that honey in the hive to feed them for the rest of the winter coming up. So double those figures. Can you do that? Go get your own honey. Get your own dust. You can't even do what God does right there in front of us. The bitterness and sweetness of life God offers is not just in what you might think. It's in his creation. In prayer, November 28, 1985, in prayer you shall come to know the greatness of God. You're missing it. You think you're going to give this up because God's telling you to give something up. You're not. He'll give you a hundredfold, not tenfold, not fiftyfold, a hundredfold. One cup of water given in his name, he'll reward you a hundred times. A hundredfold over. So Our Lady tells us, that if you think you don't get your reward in this life, it waits for you in heaven. We can't compare with following Our Lady and showing us just out of something simple as bees how much work God has created in that for us. Try, try to imagine, okay, you're going to go with a little eyedropper and you're going to go collect all this. How many thousands and thousands of people would do it? How many people would it take to go to 126 million flowers to make 45 measly pints of honey that God does with us doing nothing, the bees doing all the work. He did the work of salvation for us. And what's incredible with this is these bees only live 40 days or so. So the ones doing all the work are working and they don't benefit from that. They nonstop. They only take mini naps. And yet the ones that don't go out that much in the wintertime eat all the honey. And they die. They live through the winter. They eat. They get fed good. And then the workers come back. So even the worker bees take off. That's Jesus' salvation. We get heaven for so little what God asks us for. So the honey that we're asked to give God is our prayer. What he gives back to us is way more than we could ever imagine. And it's just simple life, just a good life. You know, the word that God gives us, that he whispers to us, that he's bringing right to us, blowing to the wind. Where is that? Where is that in your life? Are you applying? Are you really listening to our lady? What is she telling you? She's telling you to be proactive, to follow her, 
to joy, not to follow her to sadness. I'm going to get, take you down Via Della Rosa. I want you to suffer. Remember, Ivanka was told, God wants the betterment of all his children. He don't want you to be on the streets. He don't want you to lose everything. You're going to if you're going to stay attached to the world. You've got to get out of that. You've got to get into the prayer, and you've got to follow a lady. There's nothing sweeter than that, to grow up on the side of the road with the side of angels. She grew up on the side of the road Where the church bells ring and strong love grows She grew up good, she grew up slow Like American honey Steady as a preacher, free as a weed Couldn't wait to get going wasn't quite ready to leave So innocent, pure and sweet American honey There's a wild, wild whisper going in the wind Calling out my name like a long-lost friend
Well, we're at the end of another show, and of course, the main message tonight is how long you've been away from her. Just as the song just said, I got to get back to her somehow. Our Lady has told us that her sign's the wind, knows when she know when the wind blows. That's her sign. Jesus signs the cross. Hers is the wind. And her whispers, her words, there's a wild, wild whisper blowing in the wind. It's so contradicting to the culture that we're wild. We're people that's gone crazy because we contradict everything that they believe and what they think the culture should be. Our lady's calling out your name like a long-lost friend. And, oh, I miss those days as the years go by. as nothing sweeter than summertime. The honey of heaven came down today. She'll be tomorrow with us. And hopefully to get us out of this 40-year desert that we walk. Remember her. Kneel beside your bed tonight. And call your friend. That the honey from heaven can come to us every single day. We love you. We wish you, Our Lady, good night. <laughs>